is just how it is. That's the word of in the Bible. It says the enemy can come, kill, steal, and destroy to tear us down, bring confusion, sabotage, and tries to separate us from God. That's the enemy's plot, plan, and scheme. You hear me praying about that and praying against that in so many different multiple ways. It's not even funny. But first John, we'll 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 break, we'll start out with first John four, two. It says two through three. First John four, two through two, three says, uh, hereby know you the spirit of God. Every spirit that confessed that Jesus has come in the flesh is of God. Three says, and every spirit that confessed not that Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of antichrist where of you have heard that it should come even now that is already in the world. He said it's already centuries ago, the antichrist spirit that comes to steal your joy and your hope to turn you away from God was already in the land centuries ago. Centuries ago. Now let's move on. Because I want to I, I want to bring some light because we, we put a lot of emphasis in things that should not concern us. It's like minding someone else's business. Biden is minding Russia's business. That war has nothing to do with America. And God is saying that was not your battle to fight. Had nothing to do with the people of God, and where we should have been, watch this, was on our face. Come on, communing with the Lord. Come on, something, supplicating with the Lord in supplication, prayer and fasting. So the enemy has throw, thrown this curveball in for you to so-called be concerned with. I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this. Because mind you, that you can serve and you, you can be in Christ, be in church for 60 years and never be saved. Don't believe me? Let's take a look at another story that I found to share with you in Acts. Let's go to Acts. Let's go to 19. I want you to, I want you to get this revelation and I want to read it to you out loud. Because, you know, it, like I say... Jesus said there will be many that will follow him. And we saw that the many were following him. And there were the there were multitudes that followed him. Most of them were Pharisees and Sadducees, Jews, Gentiles, Greeks, scribes, people that did not believe. He he was Christ the Messiah, sent by God. Yet they did not believe. He was who he said he was. And mind you, he said a lot to persuade you. He said he said a lot to, 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 to bring knowledge. He, he brought light to a lie of what he said that came to pass. Okay, Acts 19. Let's start with chapter, uh, verse four. Then Paul said, John, Verily, baptized with the baptism 
of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about 12. It says, and he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. But when the divers were hardened and believed not, but spoke evil of that way before the multitude, he departed from them, separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of the Tyrannians. And this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. God wrote special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body, were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jew and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded naked and wounded they fled out of the house naked and wounded and this was known to all the jews and the greeks also dwelling at ephesus fell on them all and the name of the lord jesus was magnified many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds many of them also which used curious arts brought their books together curious arts magician magic sorcery burned them before all men and they counted the price of them and found it 50 pieces of silver so mightily grew the word of god and prevailed after these things were ended paul purposed in the spirit when he had passed through macedonia and achaia to go to jerusalem saying after i have been there I must also see Rome. He went to Macedonia. Two men of uh, two, two of them they ministered unto him, Timotheus, Erastus, but he himself stayed in Asia for a season. And the same time there arose no small stir about the way. For a certain man named Demetrius a silversmith which made silver shrines for diana bought no small gain unto the craftsmen whom he called 
together with the workmen of like occupation and said, sir, you know that this craft, we have our wealth. Moreover, you see and hear that not alone in Ephesus, but almost throughout Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away much people saying that they be no gods and they be no gods which are made with hands. So that not only this, our craft is in danger to be set at naught, but also that the temple of God, great goddess Diana should be despised and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worshiped. And when they heard these sayings, they that were full of wrath and cried out saying, great is Diana the Ephesus of the Ephesus of the Ephesians and the whole city was filled with confusion chaos and confusion and having caught Gaius and our in Aristarchus men of Macedonia Paul's companions in travel they rushed with one accord into the theater and when Paul would have entered into unto the people the disciples suffered him not. and certain of the chief of Asia which were his friends sent him unto him desiring him that he would not adventure himself into the theater some therefore crying one thing that in another some for the assembly was confused the assembly there's chaos and confusion when there's envy and strife there's chaos and confusion then guess what we know that that is not god he is not the author of confusion and the more part knew not wherefore they were come together and they drew alexander out of the multitude the jews putting him forward and alexander beckoned with the hand and would have made his defense unto the people but when they knew that he was a jew all with one voice about the space of two hours cried out diana great is diana and when the town clerk had appeased the people, he said, you men of Ephesus, what man is there that knoweth not how that the city of the Ephesians is a worshiper of the great goddess Diana and the image which fell down from Jupiter, seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against. You ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly, for you have brought these men, which are neither robbers or of churches, nor yet blasphemers of Diana, goddess of your goddess. Wherefore, if Demetrius and the craftsmen which are with him have a matter against any man, the law is open and there are deputies. Let them be, let them implead one another. But if you inquire anything concerning other matters, it shall be determined in a lawful assembly. For we are in danger to be called in question for this day uproar there being no cause whereby you may give an account of this concourse and it came to pass this is 19 1 and it came to pass when apostles was at corinth paul having passed through the upper coast came to ephesus and finding certain disciples he said unto them have you received the holy ghost since you believe and they said unto him we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. 
Isn't that something? Isn't that something? 19, Acts 19. 1 through 3, uh, uh, 2. And he said unto them, When then, what then were you baptized? And they said unto John, unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, they got baptized, didn't have Holy Spirit. John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. And when they were baptized, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then when Paul laid hands on them, they then received the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came upon them and they spoke in tongues. They didn't even know who the Holy Ghost was. And mind you. The Lord said that there would be vagabonds, unlearned and undisciplined, leading the church. Running these churches as a business. Let's continue on in our findings in the scripture. Let's continue on in the findings of the scripture. And if you didn't like that statement, remember in 1 Samuel 6, 14, the Lord departed from Saul. And he continued on as if he was still anointed and appointed. God had already fired him. Take a look at Samson who continued on. He said, and, and, and didn't know that the Lord had left him. Take a look at that in Judges 16 and 20. Take a look at 1 Samuel 10, 5 through 10. Come on now, we got to look at the scripture that we got to back things up. Because we can't continue on. It's time to grow up and stop giving God excuses as to why we can't get this right. The Bible says there's a way to a man that's right, a way that is right to a man in his own eyes. But that's called self-righteousness, pride. Let's look at Acts 1 and 8 that says, But you should receive the power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And then you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all of Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And the Lord said the goal is, our Heavenly Father said that the goal is that every soul be saved. Amen. He said every soul, every soul acts that every soul be saved. Come on, no longer do we walk around like vagabonds, unlearned and un undisciplined. That God's plan, the reason why you were created as disciples of Christ Jesus. Come on, as disciples, when you said, I'm going to pick up my cross, I'm going to walk away from this world. And the Bible does say we are to be separate from this world. It said, come up from among them and be ye separate. And we worried about rubbing elbows with the besties. And we still backbiting and stabbing each other in the back. 
competing and puffing ourselves up once against another. Covetedness. We want everything that someone else's got. And remember that God is calling us to walk in love. God is forgiving. Come on. God is forgiving and loving. Is that not what it says about the about who he is and and some of the witches will say there's no such thing as god is a being there's no such thing as god is not in existence and he's more than just a being and he's not a a a a, a, a what do they call it a nuclear whatever those people call that says that he that that tries to blaspheme and bo- uh dumb and god down that's blasphemy that's that unforgivable sin. You dummy God down. It's just like the Jehovah's Witnesses telling people is saying that, well, he was just a prophet. Well, then if he was just a prop, prophet, then there's no way that he could be your savior. If he was just a, a prophet, there's no way that Holy Spirit could be your wonderful wise counselor. If he was just a prophet, there's no way that he could be your healer or your deliverer. Or your doctor or your lawyer in the courtroom because you said that he was just a prophet and the word of god the bible that i read king james version there are there are many says that there's no way to the father but through jesus and he makes that up he, he makes that it's in red it's loud and clear for you to know who you are whose you are amen glory to god i've said that before and i'll say it again see my message really ain't changing let's look at ephesians what one and four one and four one and four one and four is it one and four let's see Let's see. Let's see. The more that you come to know Christ, the more you commune and spend time in the Lord, the more that you become to know Him, the more you become like Him. Amen. Ephesians 1 and 4 says, according as he has chosen us in him, in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He says here, in 4 and 1, he says, therefore, Ephesians 4 1, he says, "Before, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation that you're called, with all lowliness and meekness and long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, even as you are all called in one hope of your calling." 
I said, Lord, why? I'm still asking, why is the church so confused and backwards? Why is the church? Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's continue on because I've got more. I've got more to say, but let me let me cover this. Because the body, because not only have we learned as ambassadors of Christ, as in as disciples of Christ, that our goal is to save souls. Our goal is to is to draw men to Christ, to pull everybody in. Because when the because Jesus is coming soon and he wants all souls saved. Come on, he knows those that are his. Amen. Glory to God. In Ephesians 4 and 11 says that he gave some apostles some prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, which is the church, till we all come in the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ Jesus. Why? Is the church paying $250 to go to the psychic network? Why is the church so confused and you so busy with Roe versus Wade? Let's continue on in the in the in the findings uh in the scriptures and the findings of the scriptures. If I may continue to submit to you, we've covered. Ephesians 4, 1 through 4, we've covered that. We continued on to 14. Amen. He said that, that 14, what did we have here for 14? That we that we be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive you. And you so busy caught up with Roe versus Wade. Luke said that there will be a time, there will come a time where the people of God will be so caught up in vanity and pride, lovers of themselves, men pleasers. And the hypocrites can discern the times. They can look up at the sky and discern the facts. That it's going to rain, but it's just saying it's a shame and a scandal that the people of God cannot discern the times when they're being preyed on, plotted, and planned and schemed against. He said, when they'll be taken to the magistrates, the people of God is not walking in discernment and cannot discern the times. Would they be counted as sheep for the slaughter? I've said it before and I'll continue to say my message is still the same. Jeremiah 23. Not only that. Because we're all called for a purpose. We read that the Antichrist spirit is here. We know that there is the plot plans and schemes of the enemy that keeps us deceived. He said, he said even God's only own elect would be deceived caught up lovers of themselves remember the gifts and the callings are without repentance merchandising the gifts 
forbidden. Remember, Jesus turned over the tables in the temple because he said that his house should be called a house of prayer. But nowadays, we've done got so caught up because now we say it takes too much time to commune with the Lord. Because a day with the Lord is as a thousand years. It takes too much time to come into prayer and fast. And I, you don't have time for that anymore. And God has been calling you. He loves us past our imperfections and pain, past the breakups, the heartaches. Come on, past the backbiting, the lying and the cheating and the stealing, past the divorce. Come on, come on here, past the losing of a loved one, past the grieving. Come on here. He loves us past the misunderstanding. How many know when God asks you to do something, he, he, he takes the foolish things to confound the wise. Come on. He, he, he takes the foolish things that may not make sense to you. Father God, why would you have me to get into my car and just drive and tell me to pull over? Come on. He'll, he, he, he'll tell you. To, to, to do things, to follow him, it pays to know God. And he's saying that the people of God still has not come to the foolish conclusion that we were created for God and by God. Everything in this world exists because of him. Amen. We're still trying to do our own thing. There's a way that is right to a man in his own eyes. And it's called self-righteousness. I got to get to the end of this because I need to close. And we can continue this another day because I have more scripture. But I want to get to the just of this. Because a lot of people were offended when I said something about the Roe versus Wade. But I got to bring you to the attention of the word of God. Once again, the reason why we are here. Let's go here to Colossians 3, 2. And we can go all the way down to 17. Because guess what? I haven't been on here in a while. And most of the time, nine times out of ten, come on now. It's only when God has got a burden. It's only when he wants to share and bring something to the attention of his people. Colossians 3 and 2 says, Set your affection on the things above and not on the things on the earth set your affection and then when you have time go all the way down to 17 i want you to get that full revelation of where this is going because we are all all not some, not half, not just a few of us. See, see, salvation is for all. Jesus died for us all. Amen. Jesus died for us all. And then our word here. And 2 Timothy says, 
And this is the King James Version. It says, No man that warreth entangle himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. What fellowship does light have with darkness? What fellowship? Let's go to 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 17, and I want you to read. What fellowship has light, does light have with darkness? And he said, they're going to hate you because they first hated me. Come up from amongst them and be ye separate. Come on, he's brought you to a place where you're standing on your own two feet. You're level ground now. Come on, he, he brought you a mighty long way. Paul said, I was in a strength of two twigs, between twigs, but I realized that I've come too far to turn back now. And it's as if you've gotten to a place that you can operate in your gift and God has left you. We want to be careful that God does not leave us. We don't want to be like Samson and not know that the Lord has left us. Come on, we now we're mad. We've gotten to the place. Come on, now you expect to have a whole bunch of friends, but don't forget not to compromise. Come on, we have to continue to stand for the truth. And a lot of us, come on, we, we think now that we have we've we've arrived. We God has given us. He said, too much is given as much as required. And he's, he's given us great congregations and he's blessed us with churches. And, and now to you, church is like a business. Come on. God has left us. We want to be careful that God has not left us. We want to get back to, we want to make sure that we don't, that we're not caught. Like it says in Luke, don't get caught not doing what we've been called to do. Because at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, whether you're a Muslim or an atheist, whether you believe in Buddha, or whether you're a witch, and you believe that you have a spirit guide, at the end of the day, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. God is the first and the last. He said, I am the first and the last. He said, I brought you in this world and i can take you out he brought you in and he has the power to take you out god has the power to change all he's the only one that can stop fast forward and rewind time god has the final say continue to stand true to the word of god because at the end of the day, whoever you believe in, whether it's your ancestors, guess what? They 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 got to they have to answer to God too. Your ancestors are gone, they dead. But one thing's for certain, I know this is true. When judgment comes, and he says, straight is the gate and narrow is the way, and there'll only be a few that will find it. They're gonna have to answer to God. They're going to have to answer to God. And when you, just like when you came into this world, you'll leave the same way you came. You can't take nothing with you. Not one thing. 
I want to give those space enough to repent. I want to give you one more, one more, one more set of scripture. Because it's so easy to get caught up and not know that we've been caught up and taken off the course. It's so easy to be distracted. Come on, he, he, he's a forgiving God. He's a loving God. He's an understanding God. I got more scripture, but we can go through that scripture another time. He's a forgiving God. He's a loving God. Come on. He loves us past our imperfections. Yes, I know. But I want to remind you what the word says. He says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. Shall I say that again? In the beginning was God. Amen. And the word was with God. The Bible tells us that we are responsible for seeking out our own soul salvation. Nobody's going to force it on you. And it is indeed a choice. Matter of fact, if you kind of meditate on the last chapter of Ecclesiastes, you'll find the revelation that says you can live your life the way that you want to, but you will be judged by the way that you live your life. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? I just want you to meditate on this. Kind of consider where we're going with this. We got to get back to being about our father's business. And not being busy bodies. It does not please God. Obviously it didn't please our heavenly father. And unbeknownst to me. I, I, I really didn't know. It, it didn't get caught up with too much of what. Who and what. That Roe versus Wade was. But let's look at Psalm 51. Because he's a loving God. He loves us. He's a forgiving God. Remember the Bible says, take no thought for tomorrow. But tomorrow will have thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. The goal is that every soul be saved. said do not get caught up with idols and I'd like to give you just the space enough time to repent ask for forgiveness you know we're some of us are in leadership and some of us you would think some of us 
we ought to know better. Some of us. Psalms 51 and 1 through 3 says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions and wash me thoroughly from my inequity. Cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. 11, 51 and 11 says, cast me not away from thy presence. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Uphold me with thy free spirit. Then I will teach transgressors Thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee. 17 says. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. He will not despise. Let me read this last, 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 last scripture. I've got to go. Psalms 119 and 176 says, I've gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. Father God, I pray that. And I come to you, Father God, and I thank you. And I love you, and I thank you jesus and i thank you holy spirit i thank you lord i thank you for all that you have done for me making me your daughter through the shed blood of jesus christ thank you lord for taking all of the sin the guilt the shame and the weight of all of my burdens those sins from my shoulders lord and allow me to live and move in your ways to hear and to know you all the days of my life and to walk with you in the righteousness forever in your righteousness, God. Lord Jesus, teach me what it means to abide and live in you. Teach me so that I may teach others how to live and abide in you. In me, no matter what, this world this life throws at me let your will be done throughout my life as a light so other people may come to you and to know you i continue to praise you i'll continue to lift up your name all the days of my life amen Well, folks, remember your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Until next time, stay safe and be blessed. Thank you for all your support.